Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Fearful Jesuit, and you're about to hear something weird. If you happen to be listening to this show back in 2018 and early 2019, you may recall that our feed would periodically be hijacked by two people, both named Chad. These gents, whose output is collectively known as Stupid Land, have a unique take on our shared reality and seem particularly to object to this show and its host because of our arch-rational approach to conspiracies and the people who love them. Why? Given this state of affairs, did I let them put their material into our beautiful, innocent podcast feed? It's hard to explain, dear listener. They have a hold on me. Try as I might, I can't break free. Nor, God help me, do I want to. Anyway, they went on hiatus nearly two years ago, but as the holidays approached, they reached out to see if I was interested in a new collaboration based on mutual respect and friendship. Specifically, they offered to discuss some of the stunning music created for the show exclusively by Daniel Arizona and the Paranoid Strain Orchestra, in the proud tradition of the great music critics of the past. Your Lester Bangses, your Bob Christgau's, your still-adolescent Cameron Crowe's. Tentatively, I accepted. Dear listener, I have been hurt by them before, but I believe they can change. I believe, in spite of all evidence to the contrary, that they have cleaned up their act. And so, with hope in my heart and a sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach, I proudly present Stupid Lands, An Evening with the Paranoid Strain soundtrack. Talk about a festive opening song. Let's give it up for the Paranoid Strain Orchestra with that fantastic holiday rendition of just some sort of Christmassy thing. Filled me with cheer. It was remarkable in that it sounded like Christmas, but at the same time sounded like nothing. Did you notice that? It smelled like Christmas. Have you ever roasted a chestnut? <laughs> no. 
Try getting one open. You have to put me in your driveway and drive over. Metaphorically. Oh, yeah. You wake up in the morning, you're like, man, today I'm going to roast a chestnut. Yeah. And you know, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you, I, I have not roasted many chestnuts this year, Chad. 2020 has been a bummer. I haven't seen you all year. I wonder if our audience uh, has, has wondered where we've been, Chad. You know, I was wondering about all your accusations of me having some kind of infectious disease. You are an infected, dirty, scabby, yeah. disease-ridden, viral-infested, bacteria-spreading monster, Chad. Let's be honest. Infestus. So, <laughs> it's Infestus. It's that time of year, Chad. It's Infestus 2020. And the great thing, it's not just the end of the year. It's the end of reality. It's the end of time. Infestus. So we should probably let them know where we've been. And of course, that was in the Stupid Land Bunker. Yes. Stupid Bunker. Bunker. Stupid Bunker. Bunker. Stupid Bunker. Bunker. What our audience doesn't realize, yes, we have connections. We saw COVID coming a mile away. We hunkered down. Infestus. We did a couple of episodes last year and realized we got to get underground. Yeah. Because Infestus is coming. Infestus. Well, the problem is I, I ate way too many zany zingers and I was vitamin D deficient because there wasn't any sunlight. That's true. So now I exhibit two comorbidity factors for COVID-19. Infestus. So again, Chad, just wanted to wish you a happy Infestus 2020. Infestus. Infestus 2020, Chad. If you can't be happy about Infestus, your time is done. Your time is done. Well, it it turns out everybody's time's done, Chad, because 2020 is it. We're just about at the end here. Remember to keep your comorbidities in check. But why not go out with a little bit of fun here with the Paranoid Strain Orchestra and their rendition of several of their podcast themes. Infestus. You know, the great thing about the sun exploding and the universe shrinking is all your problems are over. Infestus 2020, Chad. Let's usher in the end of time with some wonderful songs by the Paranoid Strain Orchestra. Infestus. With a smattering of zany zingers by the Chads. Make sure you have a warm, wet towel to wipe up any smatterings. So, Chad, we're going to open this up with a little song about a little subject that I think all of our listeners can agree is fascinating. And that has to do with those zany little tendrils of smoke released by the U.S. government into the stratosphere. Chemtrails. That's right. Chemtrails, Chad. Chemtrails. Let's have a listen. Good morning, Chad. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a great day at the Sunrise Bread Basket. Would you agree? Oh, yes. When I was biking over here on my tricycle, I saw the most amazing chemtrails in the sky, and their colors were just... Aren't they pretty today? Oh, yes. Well, first of all, can we talk about your mongoloid tricycle for a moment? Well, it's the only way that Toto will ride in the basket. Well, I, I gotta be honest with you, Chad. It, it's it's not cute anymore. This morning when I was riding over, there were the chemtrails in the sky. The planes were going in all different directions over the city. I know the, the smoke lines in the sky are, are they're very disturbing to some people but when we come into work in the morning and it's it, the sun is shining and across all of the beautiful chemtrails and the patterns they make i just you know what it reminds me of chad it reminds me of butter sprinkles 
the gossamer drifting down. It's like frosting from the sky. Oh, yes. From the oh, sky. Oh. oh. That's a Stevie Wonder song. So, Chad, I don't know what all the fuss is about with these chemtrails. They're beautiful. People just like to fuss. Can we stop worrying about if it's the government trying to inoculate us from the sky or... You know, put the, the happy chemicals. I, I, I got to tell you, whatever they're doing, it's working beautifully. Oh, yes. Oh, Chad, did you get your COVID vaccine? I stood there a long time thinking about it, blocking up the line. I kind of blacked out. I don't remember if I got it. It kind of scares me a little bit. I mean, these vaccines, remember, Chad, at Sunrise Bread Basket, it's all natural. I don't like putting unnatural things in my body, Chad. They're using mercury as a preservative still, and they're supposed to keep them refrigerated. They had them, like, in a crock pot. Chad... When you put it in the crock pot with a little sachet, with some cloves, it smells beautiful, Chad. It feels good. It smells good. And it protects you from the bad little virus. Bad little, bad little, bad little, bad little virus. Oh, yes. Uh, you know, I was standing in line for the vaccine as well, and I, I couldn't help but think like this. You know, what does this remind me of? It reminds me of, there was a time like in Guyana where everyone was standing in line to drink some Kool-Aid. What was that? Remember that? Yeah. Mr. Jones. It's everywhere, Chad. It's everywhere. It's it's right. It's probably on my microphone right now. This thing smells horrible. <laughs> That's right. My mouth smelled horrible all day, and I had a mask on. Do you wash your masks? I do, but, but, but then something happens, and I eat snacks at my desk. You know, you know, at my moonlighting job, they made me have to use a headset with a mic on it for the first time. And then I was eating lunch with it on, trying to watch some YouTube video. And I went to get a bite of beans, and I just sort of pushed it all over the mouthpiece, the microphone. Covered it in bean juice and, put, and went in my mouth. Chad, did, did you drive home on your man-sized mongoloid tricycle with a mask with bean juice on it? My mask maker made my masks out of vintage tea cloth. We looked at it under microscope, and it's very tight weave. Is it tight enough to catch the you-know-what? It's almost not breathable, but it's 100% cotton. But the pattern on it is Hawaiian pattern. If they just had, say, like a version that they sold at Whole Foods. You're right. These vaccines, these vaccines, these vaccines. Why can't they make it out of natural ingredients? Oh, yes. These foreign chemicals in your body, Chad, they're not supposed to be there. You're opening your body and pouring things in that you wouldn't even eat or step in. I, I feel dirty talking about it, Chad. I don't want to take the vaccine, Chad. It's gonna kill us all. It's gonna kill us all. It's gonna kill us all. It's gonna kill. It's gonna kill. It's gonna. It's gonna kill. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. I was talking to Jenny, and she gave me a skinny. I skinned the testicle, kidneys, inoculation, and big-headed babies. I don't know why I can see it by now.
Chad, that was that was an interesting song. Uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know. They make a couple of good points, but I'm not exactly sure I agree with the the direction their needle points. Yeah. Philosophically. Philosophically. We don't know what's in those glass vials. You got a, got a microscope? I don't got a microscope. I've said it before. I'm not very smart. Sometimes I have a smart mouth. Gets me in trouble. But that's a natural defense against other people that, that are smart, right? When you got a smart mouth, it forms a barrier. Yeah. A, a psychological barrier yeah. that they can't penetrate. Visqueen. Right. It's like philosophical visqueen. A couple of roof and nails around the edges. Tape that up if it's nice and Oh, you know, yeah, man. Like, that'll hold up. You know, I had a blue roof on my house for like seven years. It didn't leak. Eight mils thick, you know. That's a little thick. Eight mil- You don't need eight mils. They do. They no, keep... No, forest, no, forest, plenty. Come on. So when these smart people come tell me they're smart enough to know what's good for me and that I really should do what they say, and all I got is a smart mouth. Oh, yeah? You're so, you're so smart? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? You're so smart? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah? You're so smart? Oh, yeah? You're so smart? Oh, yeah? So here's the thing. And sure, like the, the philosophical idea of a vaccine and vaccination, and everything. yes, this has been scientifically proven, or, or, or so I've been told, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of like, you're like, I mean, I, I got a little bit of understanding, but I, I defend myself with my smart mouth, not my smart intellect, like yeah. you do, yeah, right? And so it, it works pretty good. Yeah, it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Well, here's something else I know. You and I have been in manufacturing for a long time. Yeah. It's, all, it's a manufactured product. I don't want to put none of the stuff I make in my body. Dr. Fauci, is this a manufactured product, yes or no? So if you keep telling me what to do, if you're paying me for it, like me coming to work to turn the wrench, I'm going to do it. But there's lines. There's lines. We got to push back every once in a while. You want, you know, like, you want me to wear a mask all the time? I'm going to wear a mask? And now you want to put a needle in my butt with some battery acid in it or something and and tell me that it's going to make me feel better? Are they, or are they just trying to put a chip in us? How often, Chad, when, you know, you're you're putting your things, your widgets together and they come out of the end of the assembly line, how often is everything that comes, because... You know, you got like you got like ten thousand widgets coming off the t- end of yeah, that factory yeah, line every yeah, day, right? Yeah. When's the last time, Chad, that all ten thousand of those widgets were perfect? Oh, that's we have perfect. Oh, perfect. We have international standards to check the quality and. That's uh, right. This is the perfect system. We've designed a vaccine that, that doesn't have any problems. When you manufacture something, you're not trying to get perfection. You're trying to get repeatability. You're trying to get repeatability. You're trying to do it for the minimal cost of goods. You don't want to throw out a whole batch because one or two are bad. Is it these starry-eyed philosophical uh, leaders that we have that are manufacturing these concoctions? No. Yeah. It's the organization that does it for the lowest price. Ah. Oh yeah. Ah. Oh yeah. Ah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So back to this thing, they they want us to take this mongoloid needle, right, with this bubbling green liquid in it. Yeah. And they want to put it in our neck. Mugwump chism. And the second anybody says, hey, you know, my, my child, I, I had to give my child this, like, it was like a two liter bottle yeah, with yeah. a needle on it, right? And I had, to, I had to inject it with this stuff. Now, my child has some odd symptoms, right? <laughs> Here's the problem that I have. So, you know, anytime somebody says, you know, hey, I don't want, I don't want that, uh, that vaccine injected in me, you're looked at like you're a fool. Like, you, sir, don't understand science. They still use heavy metals as preservatives in them. As far as I understand, from a medical perspective, I'm no doctor, but uh, is there some magic bullet that affects everybody the exact same way for every injection? Well, a silver bullet affects werewolves. A wooden stake affects a vampire, which is why, you know, vampires don't show up at board meetings because they're afraid of the stakeholders. Well, speaking of silver, did you drink that colloidal silver drink I gave you for lunch yesterday? Man, I turned blue for hours. Now, 
how many uh, human beings that we're going to inject this concoction into are genetically identical. Yeah. So now we're going to assume that each one of these perfectly manufactured vials of, of green goo. Yeah. Every single human being, the 150 to 300 million individual genetic arrangements are all going to respond the same way to this perfectly manufactured vial of goop? No. Maybe it's just my smart mouth going again, but I, this does not seem like a very healthy way to, uh, you know, to deal with this pandemic. Pandemic. You cut off your nose to spite your face? It's all a distraction, Chad. It's all a distraction. Ah. Get your shot, Chad. Put on your mask, Chad. I'm going to put on my big boy pants. I'm going to use my inside voice. I'm going to get my smart mouth out. All right, let me get, let me, let me put on my face shield. Earplugs, safety glasses, mask. Because here's the problem, Chad. When you get that smart mouth of yours going a little bit. Oh, yeah? yeah. You're so smart? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah? Like the spittle, it, it's ejecting into the atmosphere, and I can literally feel it glistening on my face, Chad. A waterfall of smart mouth. When Chad's got a smart mouth going, if you position him just right with the sun just over his left shoulder, you get a little Chad smart mouth rainbow over your head. So they say, oh, stand farther apart. Well, when you stand it farther apart, you talk louder. So your particles fly faster. There's a significant velocity to both the spittle out of your mouth and the memes that they result in. Yeah. You know what these feel like? These 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 two things, these two new messages about the extra long needle you're going to get, you know, where you don't want it. Yeah. And then the, the piece of cloth you got to put. You know what these feel like to me? A red herring sandwich. Red herring? Or maybe we're flying a flag. Ah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Chad, Chad, I'm telling you, these are not correct flags that are being risen here. They're being raised on these, these proverbial flagpoles. No. They're erecting these messages so that they flow in the wind like a flag. It's a series of false flags, Chad, I'm telling you. You know, I was, I was listening to the, one of them fancy videos on, uh, on Smilebox, and they're talking about some of these, yep. these ancient philosophers. You ever listen to some of that mumbo-jumbo? Even if they came before Jesus, they didn't like him. Well, they didn't like him. They didn't know him. They weren't interested. In, That's a basic question. Do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? As much as any man can with my own eyes and my own brain, how am I supposed, Chad, how am I supposed to understand the otherworldly, that, that which is beyond my comprehension? The flatness of Jesus. The flatness of your screen, the flatness of the earth. Yeah. Let me tell you what's happening, Chad, is this, this smile box and these, these video tubes, Yeah. these are false flags, Chad. Oh, yeah. They're sending out messages to obfuscate the word of the Lord. Too much noise. You're talking about this jackass Erosthenes. You heard about this? Wait a second. That sounds like a Greek name. This smartass decides he's gonna he's gonna look at a stick in the ground at where he's standing, and he's gonna he's gonna walk 200 miles, and at the same time of day, he looks at another stick. And guess what? What? The shadows were in two different lengths. Okay. Okay, so you still with me well, here on this? Well, you're in a different spot. Well, you're just in a different spot on the disc. 
what's the big deal, right? It's just it's the obvious. Deal. Well, he just he discerned. Yeah. Oh, he's got the gift of discernment through the use of mathematics. Yeah. That the only way two two shadows wouldn't be the exact length of two different parts of the Earth is if the Earth were round. I've looked at globes and they have these lines going across them. How did he even know he was on the same lines? Chad, what are you doing with a globe in your house? I think it's funny. It's an inflatable globe. So you got one of those too. So you're so you're drinking the Kool Aid, is what you're telling me. You know that Mercator projection. Projection. Well, you just turn that around in order to make. Well, Mercator was a dumbass too. Yeah, I never drank with him, so I don't know. But yeah, Mercator, he's always talking about well, you know, if you align the things and the poles and you're moving in and it gets a little bigger and then the top and the bottom, like what are he you just, talking about? He just sits there on the bar peeling tangerines and he's like, watch this, watch, and he peels the peel. Now, tangerine has a nice loose peel. Peels them so that the peel comes off in one piece. Now, we know tangerine is round. Okay, I'm not arguing that. I can hold it in my hand. Relatively delicious. I can throw it at a passing police car. That's right. But then he peels it. Now, it used to be round, but now it's peel one peel. Then he takes it and spreads it out flat on the ground. Have you ever seen that? You can never you can, you can, you can never completely connect all the dots, particularly the further you get away from the, the equatorial region of the tangerine. Now, how am I going to know how to survey my property and put that fence line back there for them cows if this is supposed to be round and nothing lines up? It doesn't make a damn sense. Mercator, Erasthenes, these are two of the biggest idiots that have ever walked this earth, Chad. I took his flat peel and I drew a grid on it just to show them. And I said, put it back together. Put it back together, Mercator. Come on, smart ass. None of them lines matched up. So obviously bullshit. Proof in the tangerine pudding right there on the bar. Yep. And what's he doing there on a Tuesday anyway? Doesn't he have a job? No, he's on the dole. He don't want to go work at the barrel cleaning What's all plant. them scientists, Chad? Well, you know, none of them scientists have a job. They have a patron. Somebody, yeah, somebody's going to donate me some money so I can, I can look up in the sky and I can figure out the nature of the universe. Hey, Mercator, did you? You visit your patron today your knees are dirty looks like you got a little thing coming off the side of your mouth like maybe you were sucking on something yeah so i'm watching this erastonese video about this you know the, the shadows are different so obviously that means that the whole earth you know it's all round because the shadows yeah 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 well let me tell you how it really is yeah all you gotta do chad is you gotta look to the good book it's all in there yeah it's all explained in minute detail in minutia sometimes the translations are weird because hebrew is a you know, the Semitic languages, they have a root word, and so the individual words can mean a lot of things. And King James was no scholar. He is not the best translator for Aramaic. And King James was not a smart man. I mean, well, he was savvy. Now, King James had a smart mouth. Let me tell Let's be honest. King James. King James had a smart mouth. Oh, yeah? yeah. You're so smart? Yeah, right. oh, yeah. He saw what Gutenberg did, and he said, man, I can do it better. Who the hell wants to read this in that old language anyway? Erasthenes was talking Latin, too. Gut- Gutenberg made it in German, so he... It's all the same, Chad. If it ain't American, it ain't... Who gives a shit? And Gutenberg was pretty close to American, but it ain't quite American. Well, it wasn't close enough, let me tell you. So I'm watching this video, and he's, he's like, I got all the answers. I'm a philosopher. I know how all the shadows work. Because like, I took measurements, and I put them in my spreadsheet. Well, let me tell you what happened. Yeah. I looked in the book of Hezekiah. Oh, did you just flip it open? And- Hez- I said, Lord, I need your answer. Yeah. To this this fundamental question about the geometry of the Earth. Yep. I laid the book down and I allowed it to splay out. Yep. It opened to chapter two of Hezekiah. Put your finger down. Right there. Yeah. It tells us in ancient American. It says the Earth is flat. The sun is concave. 
It's right there, Chad. It's right there in Hezekiah. Answers all the questions. Yeah. So here's how it works, Chad. It's not that the earth is round, Chad. It's that the sun rays are emanating from different spots at different lengths. Yeah. Proportionally to the position of the earth. Well, this is why your shadow changes when you go further out, because you're further to the edge of that inverse dome of the sun. Now, you know, when you're in the, the Lord room, said it, Chad, the Lord said it. I don't want, I'm not taking any mouth from you about that because the Lord said it right there in American in my book. I do notice when I'm in a room with multiple can lights spread around the room that my shadow is in different directions and different lengths. It's a repeatable experiment, Chad. You can do it in your house right now. Well, I'm a repeat offender. So then, then you know, then some smart ass and, a, you know, he's just Big fat boy with a, with a neck beard and everything comes out. He's like, and then, you know, uh, well, it, it, it wasn't until the advent of, of flight and we get the rocket ships go up in the air and everybody could finally see it and they took a picture of the earth and everything else. Well, I've got a couple of other verses out of Hezekiah that I'd like them to know about. Yep. So in verse 17 of Sonnet 5, S- Sonnet. They, they talk about how as you increase in altitude, you also increase chromatic aberration and thermal distortion. Yep. That'll change your whole viewpoint. Literally. Make it higher. Get high. As you get higher, there's variances in the optical quality of your observational ability that cause what you see to inherit a curvature. When I get high... You mean high for the Lord, though, right? Oh, yeah. Well, everything's for the high Lord. For, there's nothing wrong with getting, getting high, high for, for the, the Lord, Lord, Chad. If you do it for the Lord... I get high as fuck for the Lord, and I go out in my front yard, and I bless my bushes. Bless the <laughs> Sometimes you got to pee, and somebody else is in there putting on makeup. That's right. But it's my house, Chad. It's my, if, if you want to look over into my domain, you know, God help you what you're going to see. Don't look at my domain. How I live and praise, Chad, is none of your business. I have registered this domain, and I'm doing this for the Lord. www.spankitforthelord.com, and it's happening right here, slash, I'm going to do it when I feel like it. Yeah. You know, the, the scientists and their fancy their fancy theories and everything else, it's all been written, Chad. We got answers that are 7,000 years old. Yeah. That's as far back as it goes. I mean, you understand that, right? Yeah. You know, that, that dumbass Mercator sitting there eating pretzels all goddamn day, opening up his tangerines, coming up with how he's going to take a, a round earth and make it flat. Once again, you always have to ask, why is someone doing something? Why is someone raising up a flag of science? Flags of science. Flag of science. Flags of science. Flag of science. Flags of science. A flag of science when religion does a perfectly easy job of explaining everything. That's right. Simple. It does a job, right? And if you search your heart, you know the truth. Are we looking for truth or are we looking for proof? Or veracity. If you're looking for proof... There ain't no proof in your scientific theory, because you wouldn't be calling it a theory if it had proof. Words, words, words. If you want something that gets close, take your pick. Take your pick. Yeah. You can choose science. You can choose the good book of Hezekiah. But don't try to ram it down my throat. My mouth don't open that wide. Ram it down my throat. I'm going to ram it back up somewhere else for you. Yeah. Particularly if you come on my property. That's all. If you... (laughs) Well, I'm spanking it to the Lord. (laughs) You You better be careful, boy. but you know, if they try to ram all that science down your throat, and then you're trying Why is everybody trying to ram everything in everybody else's throat? Why do we all have to agree on anything anyway? Yeah, malfeasance and orifice. Well, what I'm trying to say, Chad, is like, what I believe, why do you? Why is it so important to you, Chad, what I believe in? That I, and that I believe you. That's right. We all got to hold hands and have the same theories about the curvature of the earth, or what the hell? It doesn't matter. doesn't really play into... I ain't hurting you. Yeah, everyday life, it doesn't really play into it. That's right. Whether it's flat or round, I mean, what difference does it make? When's the last time you've been in orbit? Now now you're on to something. All I want to go do is go to the gas station and get some chicken. I just want to get another extra gallon of gas and see what I can blow up. 
you know what they call this? And they, they, he see he, it's in the good book. It's in Hezekiah. They call it the sphere of influence. Ooh. When you spend too much time outside yeah. of your sphere of influence, Chad, that's when you start you start getting all these funny feelings yeah. in your head and this anxiety. You start putting hats on it with logos and you start putting memes on Smilebox. Chad, get inside your sphere, Chad. Yeah, don't and read Hezekiah. Stay on the on the path. Don't worry about what they're thinking about over there in New York City. Liberal elites. They, they ain't hurt nobody. Yeah. I don't hate them. I, you're right. You do your thing, I'll do mine. Somebody else is raising up these false flags to put a wedge between us and our other thinking brethren. It's working pretty good. I know. It's working pretty good. There's a lot of flags everywhere, Chad. I can't even see through them. It's a forest of shit. Usually at... Shit. Usually at... Kind of like, you know how a Toreador gets the bull to come at him with that red flag? That's exactly what's going on. It gets the blood boiling. And, and but he's using it so that the bull goes for the flag and not for his body mass. Instead of waving a red cloth, they're waving a red hat. A red herring hat. It's flags made of bullshit as far as the eye can see. You know, they're going to say, if the earth is flat, what's below it? What's holding it up? Again, Chad, you're, you're not following me here, Chad. Sphere of influence. What in God's name do you need to be under the earth for? Well, it's the search for knowledge and the search for. What do you get? You don't need to be down there looking at all that. It's just going to get you all upset. Well, but I heard the old lady talking about turtles being all the turtles all the way down. Chad, how many turtles do you need to count before you just you give up and you're like, you know, I got other things I got to do. Yeah. You don't seem to understand. I saw a picture on the uh, wiki box that uh, shows that the earth is round and you can go all around and everybody. But when's the last time you got up on an airplane so high you could see the the curve? of the earth. Yeah. But again, to remind you, Chad, these aren't laws of sci- laws of science. There's no such thing as a law of science. Congress ain't passed one yet. Laws of science. Law of science. Who cares, Chad? Look at this monkey sniffing his finger. You ain't getting in the rocket ship, Chad. No. You ain't going to China, Chad. China. Why? Why are you worried about how much? How am I going to get there? Why are you going to get on an airplane and go over there? Well, I need to understand the underlying geometry. To- hey, what do you need to know all that for, Chad? So the turtles really are a metaphor. Does every turtle have a, a a world on top of it? Here's what it says in Hezekiah. Since you haven't read it all that recently, apparently. No. So God lives just beyond your last theory, Chad. Oh. Are you ever going to understand everything? When's that going to be? Let's open up our calendar, Chad, and, and, and let's take a guess as to when we're going to have a complete understanding of everything that's in that's, that's part of our reality. I know the deeper they go, the deeper they go. The deeper they go, the more we understand it, the more we ascribe it to science. Law of science. Laws of science. Yeah. But what's just beyond that veil of understanding, Chad? Quantum malarkey. <laughs> the Lord of quantum malarkey, Chad. The earth, it isn't flat, and I'm sorry about that. It's circular and round, which looks funny from the ground, because the earth is round. round. The earth is not a ball, it's more like
wasn't that a uh, that was kind of a pleasant song? Um, I, I I feel like Chad they they seem awfully sure of themselves about this their theory about the geometry of the Earth. Yeah, Chad. There's a lot of stuff that people think they know because they've read or right. Maybe they think they've seen something. But you know, I always say if you can't touch it yourself and you can't touch a round Earth. You can't even touch the curvature of your coworkers anymore. Chad, actually, that's a that's a really good point. We really shouldn't be touching anything curved or round at all. <laughs> that's right. This is very offensive. Reaching out and putting your hands on the curvature of anything. No. I mean, that can get you. I mean, that can get you like eight days in the slammer. The ham slammer. That'll get you eight days in the ham slammer. <laughs> you ever try to get yourself out of a ham slammer without somebody's help? Chad, weren't you in a band called Ham Slammer? We were, we were Ham Slammer, but there was another band that was remarkably close that Fearful Jesuit was a part of. Ram Jammer? Ram Jammer. They got most of the attention. So uh, we're just kind of a side note. Yeah. So here's my theory about Fearful and his assurity of himself about this theory about the geometry. My, my supposition here, Chad, is that either one of two things has occurred. Either Fearful's base of operations is in orbit. Yeah, high. Around this so-called sphere so he could see it with his own eyes. Yes. Or as most other people, he saw this on a meme on Instacrap. Which one was it, Chad? I'm going to vote with the meme on Instacrap because that's where I get most of my information. Well, it's where we get most of our information and it's where he continues to disseminate inseminate artificially disseminate artificially disseminate information about his podcast on that note he's asked us politely to uh to go ahead and make a little plug for it now i mean it it doesn't make a lot of sense given that well if you're listening to this you've you've managed to find this podcast as it is but but we'll humor him uh so we need to do a little shout out to the podcast uh according to uh paranoidstrain.com if you go to their website which is horrible by the way it says the podcast that explains why so many people believe ridiculous conspiracy theories. Would you agree with that as a, as a summary of what this is all about? No. I, I don't think so. I don't think that's what it's about at all. Well, let's, let's speak to the listener here for a moment, and, and let's, let's level with them. You're not listening to anything about conspiracies right now. You're listening to music, and you're listening to two jackasses talk about nothing. So congratulations, your goal to listen to a well-reasoned argument against conspiracy theories has completely gone off the rails. But if we're helping you to tense your glutes and keep your core tight, then your fitness goals will be met. Uh, and what we'd like to do now is present you with a brief interlude, a jingle, if you would, to help remind you that you're listening to a conspiracy theory podcast. And here we go. Chad, wasn't that a pleasant little song? We could maybe get some CDs and give them out when people come and buy our, our kombucha. Kombucha. That sounds fun, Chad. How do the kids listen to music these days? I think they listen to CDs. They're so shiny and rainbow colored. I love CDs. I got so angry the other day in my car at a CD that was scratched. And I took it in my hands and I bent it, 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 bent it. Bent it, bent it. <gasps> 
and it shattered and tiny splinters of laser printed plastic went in my mouth. Chad, were you impaled? And I went to a doctor immediately afterwards, but I just couldn't ask him to look in my mouth with the scope. Maybe we should just buy this on spotty music. Spotty music, yes. Is that how the kids listen to the spotty music this, these days on their blueberries? They do. Big buttons. Well, I like the big buttons because I, I can only use my left thumb because everything else is covered in dough. Hold on, my pager's going off. God, this thing is heavy. We encourage the audience to look up the Paranoid Strain on spotty music. They have lots and lots of fun songs and holiday jingles. Oh, yes. So, Chad, as I was walking in today listening to music on my blueberry, Chad, I, I think it's time that we mowed the grass on our knoll. That knoll was a great addition to the front sidewalk. I'm afraid, Chad, that it's blocking the entrance to the bakery. It's movable, but it gets anchored by malaise. Could we agree that maybe we should uh, we should get our lawn mowing device and trim the grass on our knoll? I have a nice old push mower. I keep it well oiled. Now, what's that outside? What does that sound? Is it a motorcade? Let's go watch the motorcade from our knoll, Chad. Oh my god. And here's a new song by the Paranoid Strain Orchestra. He's trying to rely Got a date with the umbrella man Castro and the Mexicans KGB and LBJ The Mafia and the CIA Shows the shot to kill But war is hell Back into the left Back into the left Where's the magic hole? He left his soul on the grassy knoll
guillotine shows the shot that kills. Well, there you go. There you go. Another chat, another another chat, another song that purports to have the answers to everything. The answers to all our questions, Chad. We now have on authority from Fearful Jesuit that the JFK assassination conspiracy is a hoax. So he wasn't killed. Well, of course he wasn't. I've read a great deal about this myself because of life experiences I had. Maybe this is an opportunity, Chad, for you to tell the audience about a, a little life experience that you have about this uh, this obscure conspiracy subject. Chad, it's hard to get to the point quick with something like this, but I, I'll do it for you because we don't want to spend too much time. We definitely need a deep dive on this, but I, I, I do feel like this we owe it to the audience to understand that, that uh, you know, again, as we try to say over and over and over and over again, fearful Jesuit has his head up his own ass. So let's be honest. In this song and in this previous episode, basically fearful saying it was Lee Harvey Oswald and he was a lonely gunman. As always, Chad... Fearful would present to you that there are no conspiracies and that the generally accepted idea and answer to these questions is always 100% true. It was back in uh, 1992. Okay, we're turning back the clock. 1992. That's 48 years ago. 48 years ago. But right around that same time, I met a man named... Redacted. He was a pretty horrible character. Bad things happened. I ended up with my head shaved and... And then I left and went to Austin. And I got away from this character. Redacted. Because he was he was a bad character. Wanted me to be in a cult of one for him, right? Sure. That's how it starts, Chad. A big scar on his face and really blue eyes like Frank Sinatra. You know where you know he could have you killed anytime? Right. Well, I get a phone call. And it was just two reporters from Inside Edition. Inside Edition. One of America's premier journalistic outlets. Yeah. They were doing a story on... On the JFK assassination. Right. Yeah, why not? And they said, do you know a man named... Redacted. Say what? I said, I did. They said he's currently in jail in Brownsville, Texas, for like attempted rape and all these violent crimes. I was like, okay. Sure. Great. I'm glad he's in jail. This sounds like entertaining, uh, you know, dinnertime fare for Inside Edition. Sure, why not? Yeah. So then they said his real name is actually... Redacted. Mm. They said, he's involved in the JFK assassination. I'm sorry, what? And I said, what are you talking about? They said, did he ever talk about the JFK assassination? I said, no, he bragged about all sorts of things, but he never talked about the JFK assassination. They said, well, he was in Dallas the day JFK got shot. He was apparently an associate of Jack Ruby's. He goes to the Dallas police station after Officer Tippett gets killed. And he's in the crowd trying to turn himself in. And they're ignoring him because the president has just been killed and Officer Tippett's been killed. So this guy says, my name, you know, is... Redacted. I need to turn myself in for car theft in Memphis, Tennessee. He's in Dallas. And finally, they're sick of him hanging out. They throw him in a holding cell. It happens to be like on the same cell block where Lee Harvey Oswald has been holed. There you go. And the reason they know that is because they say he signed the phone log. He used the phone right after Lee Harvey Oswald called someone to say they were moving him. Redacted. Made a phone call. And shortly thereafter, Jack Ruby showed up in the parking garage. Boom. 
pop, pop, boom, boom, snap, crackle, pop. Oh, they also said over the years he had been arrested for violent crimes in, in many, many states and had always disappeared before the trial, like gotten out and the cases were dropped. So would you say he had a reputation of violence and the proclivity to disappear after committing said violence? Somehow with the consent of some authority, he didn't walk out of jail just with the Jedi mind trick. There you go. That's what they were implying. There you go. And now I just found out that in uh, 2008 he died and he's buried on Pickerwood Hill. I'm sorry, where's he buried? Well, there was a graveyard outside of the state penitentiary in Texas, and all of the African-Americans in the community called it Peckerwood Hill. That's what they refer to poor white jailbirds as Peckerwoods. Wow. There you go. So he's in a, he's in a better place. Chad, this is, this is a remarkable story. Yeah, it's... Before you go on, Chad, can I, can I ask you something real quick? Is, is by revealing any of this on the Paranoid Strain podcast going to get you assassinated, Chad? Uh, Peckerwood Hill doesn't send out assassins. Not that you know of. That's All the assassins were gathered on Pickerwood Hill under the sycamore tree. <laughs> you, just, let's, let's dial it back a little bit, Chad. I don't want you disappeared by the, uh, the sinister forces behind this conspiracy. Yes. So can we agree, Chad, that, uh, that there is a degree of confirmation bias occurring in the, the writing of uh, The Paranoid Strain? That maybe if we were to talk to just a couple of random Chads before yeah. making some of these, these broad proclamations about truth, that maybe things might go a little differently? At least you question. You don't just explain. Oftentimes, it's better to ask questions. It really is. It really is. Questions like, why are we still talking about this when we have more music to play?
Chad, Chad, I don't know what to make of that last song, Chad. I, I feel uh, I feel emotionally spent as a result of listening to that song. The, the horrors of philosophy, the horrors of self-consciousness. I feel like I've just been crying for 30 minutes and I haven't cried in 20 years. Well, you know, that's cathartic. What'd you call me? This whole idea that uh, that nothing matters, you know, this song that goes on, you know, this 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 philosophy, this horror philosophy. I just, I can't listen to songs like that consistently, Chad. It messes with my mental state. I can't even listen to heavy metal anymore. What do you mean you can't listen to heavy metal? What kind of music are you listening to? I've gotten back into folk music. Folk music? Is that like oompa, 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 oompa? Oh, no, like... Oompa, 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 oompa. Oh, no, like vulgarian, polytonal, the vulgarian ladies' choirs. I like those outfits that the vulgarian women wear. They, they kind of lifts and separates. It kind of tricks me into thinking that there is a purpose to the universe. You know what, you know what else is a horrible philosophy? Huh? Uncontrolled immigration. How's that for a segue? Artificial immigration. No, that's right. That's AI. People are so so worried about AI taking over the world. AI. And it's happening here. AI is taking over the world right here. Because immigration, to be fair, by definition, is a legal transfer of identity and citizenship. That's right. Across a border that has been established by the Lord. This is a concept we can agree upon, Chad. Okay. That's right. And taking one step across that must be done in a very methodical manner. There's paperwork. There are forms that need to be filled. In triplicate, like the Holy Spirit. There are buttons that must be depressed. The buttons are depressed. The file cabinets must be full, Chad. So artificial immigration. Artificial immigration. AI. If you just walk across the border and you don't fill out the paperwork and someone says stop, you're not allowed to come in. Or you just sneak over under the cover of darkness. That is artificial immigration. Artificial immigration. Well, this is what Elon Musk is talking about, Chad. AI. Elon Musk has talked about how artificial immigration is going to take over the world. Yeah, he's worried. It's turning into a big monster. Well, what's the, what's the opposite of artificial immigration, Chad? It's natural immigration. The way God planned it. Well, we were able to, uh, you know, we were able to handle natural immigration here in this country for many, many years. Back in a time when we didn't have access to all of these computers and access databases and no, we had everything else. Big log books on Elton Island. The Elton Island, that's right. Yeah. This is natural, Chad. That's this is natural. not artificial immigration. It's natural. That's right. And they, they're all welcome over, Chad. Like, you know, come on over. Anybody that wants to be part of this uh, this this great amalgam of, uh, you know, liberty super that we're a part of, hey, yeah. come on over. But can it be natural instead of artificial? AI. Yeah. It's not really a melting pot. We don't want to be transnational. We don't want to be trans anything. Careful with you. You're kind of skirting into some uh, some some conversational territory that we're not supposed to go. Have you have you read the new rules on Smilebox? All I'm saying is identity is tied to the borders that God drew on the planet. That's right. Chad, we've got to figure out a way to communicate this uh, problem of artificial immigration, Chad. AI. Yeah. Chad, if you bring up this theory of artificial immigration on Smilebox, they'll ban you, Chad. Yeah. It's like being blacklisted from the world. Like, where are we going to get our news? They might just label it. This is a post about artificial immigration. This is a post that's going to likely offend you. And so we're going to blur it, but you can still click it and everything else. But when you click it, you go on a secret list. Chad, you can't afford to do it. So here's what we do. When somebody asked us about artificial immigration on our Smilebox, Smilebox Timeline, Chad, what do we say? I know nothing. I know nothing, Chad.
really know what to say about that. Was that the fig pickers that were playing us? I, I, I remember them from the last pig fry we were at. Sure sounded like the fig pickers. Fig pickers? Fig pickers. Fig pickers. Fig pickers. Fig pickers. Fig pickers. But I don't know anything about that song you're talking about. What do you mean you don't know anything about that song? I mean, I don't know nothing about it. Chad, we just listened to that song and we just played on the damn radio. What do you mean you don't know anything about that song? We're supposed to talk. Listen to me, Chad. Fearful Jesuit had asked us to talk briefly about the song we just heard and then somehow obliquely, obliquely connect that to the song we're about to hear. That's our job, Chad. That's why we're getting paid. Actually, we're not getting paid shit. I only do paid seguis. Shit. And my short-term memory says I don't know nothing. This doesn't make any damn sense. There's something wrong with your brain, Chad. We just, it was all of 45 seconds ago that that song was playing. It's like somebody shot a laser beam into your brain or something, Chad, and you can't remember nothing. You're hitting close to the mark there. Can we talk about that? Talk about what? Talk about the song that we're supposed to be talking about? What are we supposed no, to be talking last about? last night. Last night, the pink light. Did you see it from your house? I didn't see shit, Chad. I don't know what you're talking about. You probably thought it was a meteor going off. Well, we do get a lot of meteors around here. Meat eaters, I meant. There's a lot of meat eater ears around here. <laughs> but you know them them foil hats I've been working on? Well, I've been making cardboard barn roofs with trusses and then covering them with foil. Smooth. Make sure the reflective side's out because it's not the meat eaters. It's... A pink light from a satellite, and I know whoa, whoa, what it whoa, is. Whoa, 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 wait a minute now. I thought I thought the tinfoil hats were to protect us from the liberal media beams. You remember in, when we took the long, short bus to the school when we were kids, and I found that that old paperback, and we just kept laughing because the name of the person that wrote that weird book was named Dick? Well, of course I do. I know I wasn't supposed to read it, but I read it. I read it a few times. Chad, what are you doing reading all these books, Chad? We've talked about this a number of times. Even in this podcast today, we've talked about this, Chad. You're spending too much time, too much time absorbing yourself with these esoteric concepts. They're just disturbing you. They're scrambling your brain, Chad. Come on. You like Total Recall and Terminator, didn't you? All right, go ahead. All right, tell me tell me about your pink laser beams, Chad. Go ahead and tell the audience. I'm sure this is all they want to hear about. When I read the book, I started having all these coincidences. The book is not just a science fiction book at all. It's got real information. If, it's, if it ain't fiction, then it's, then you must be talking about the good book, Chad. And this sounds kind of sacrilegious. The book talks about the good book. There's the black iron prison and the light shining down. And I suddenly saw that all of it. I could see the fnords. The, the, the fnords. Chad, what's going on with your brain, Chad? What is going on in there? What, you, you getting visions? You eating them funny mushrooms that are growing back there by the cow patch? Well, I, I biked over to the Sunrise Bakery, and I was talking to the Chads over there one day. You got to be careful with those Chads over there, boy. They, they're a little fancy for my taste. I don't know what's going on over there, but I don't like the way they look at me when I go in there. I've been drinking their kombucha. Kombucha? Anyway, there's... I got some kombucha in my fridge right now. You can come over and drink its milk that I bought six weeks ago, and it has turned... Turnt. 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 It smells just like that kombucha they sell over there at that bakery. Oh, can I have some? You can have all of it. I was going to make myself a pie out of it, but you want to come over and drink it? You come over and drink it. That's not from Ferris Fremont's farm, is it? Ferris? Who the hell's Ferris Fremont? Ferris Fremont used to send people in to break in to uh, Dick's house. The House of Dick. The House of Dick? What kind of book is this, Chad? It's not what you think, and it's not. All right, so tell me tell me a little bit about this pink laser beam and whatever the hell else you got going on coming out of this book. It goes along with the fact that what we think we're living in this time, but all the different times are layered on top of us. And when 
the Roman church, which I don't love any more than you love because they don't accept Jesus Christ as their Savior. They're always praying to St. Francis the Sissy and all them. How many saints do you need? How many people you got to pray to? St. Anthony the Crook. They got like 800 saints. You only need Jesus. Each one of them got an arrow in the face. And I had this little book with pictures of all of them. And they're all kind of dying and contorted. But they're all smiling like a retard. I don't understand what's going on. So when the Roman Empire supposedly ended, it didn't really end. It turned into the Catholic Church. The hell are you talking about, Chad? It's around us. It's William Barr is a monarchist. And it's all around us. And he works for Ferris Fremont. Are these like alternate realities you're talking about? It's only one reality. There's just different pages on it. This sounds relatively quantum mechanical to me. Well, quantum malarkal. This sounds very quantum malarkey-like. Well, if you come to my house on Saturday night, I guarantee that pink light will come shining in the window. And you'll I ain't see going it nowhere like near I... your house with your pink lights and your, your dirty books. I can teach you to read Aramaic. Aramaic? What's that, like Taliban? No, it's the language Jesus actually spoke and wrote. Boy, you better watch You better watch that sacrilegious mouth of yours, boy. I'm going to wash it out with something. As long as it's hot sauce, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, if I go over to your house, how many hats am I going to have to put on to keep that pink light from piercing my brain, Chad? It's already scrambled yours.
good morning, Chad. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, one of the Chads from over in the hills came by. He was asking for fresh thickards, apparently, as his kin folks. No, Chad, Chad, we don't make thickards. Thick and healthy. So are we going to make thickards now? Is that what you're saying? No, no, I just gave him kombucha and called it healthy thickards. So he just came to the bakery to buy some thickards? No, he came because he had questions. Um, it, are, is he going through some bodily changes that he's, that he's not comfortable with? No, he's a, he's a full-grown boy. He was asking about a pink light. <gasps> Ooh. Naturally, I didn't understand at first. I showed him our smart lights. Here, let's make it pink right now. Here you go, right? Oh. 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 I can't tell if that's the mood light or the sun. You know, the sun is like a mood light. You're absolutely right, Chad. It's like the universal mood light that casts all of the planets in a beautiful, warm glow, including Uranus. No, but, but he was saying that he had an experience. Ooh, what kind of experience? It was on a Saturday night. Ooh, was it one of those thickered parties? Wasn't a thickered party. He was all by himself. He was about to watch Total Recall. I don't like those science movies, Chad. They're all so dystopian and cool-hued. He was starting to watch that, and all of a sudden, the whole room started glowing with a pink light. Ooh. And apparently, he's been making custom, homemade, handcrafted tinfoil hats. Ooh, hats! Apparently, he got a hold of a Philip K. Dick book when he was young in school. What sort of dick book? Philip K. Dick. You know, it's, it's weird, Chad. We've had a lot of interesting characters come through the bakery the past week. You know who stopped by the other day? Who? Clarence. Clarence? You remember Clarence? Cute Clarence? Yes. He stopped in. I ha- we haven't seen him in so long. He didn't want thickards, did he? Only the hill chads eat thickards, Chad. The hill chads. <laughs> oh. No, he came in and you know, we had a nice long conversation. Uh, and he asked uh, if, if we could make him a pizza. He ordered a pizza? He ordered a pizza. We don't make pizza at the Sunrise Bread Basket, Chad. Clarence has always been strange. Can you tell me exactly what he ordered? It was kind of odd. He said, I want a little Italian. <laughs> and I said, well, what would you like on your little Italian? And he said, little sausages. <laughs> it makes me really uncomfortable, Chad. I, I, I don't think we should let Clarence in the bakery anymore. Chad, we need to go feed the mother. Let's listen to some music.
Chad, you know, uh, again, that's, you know, the, the whole QAnon song, that's that's uh, always a perennial favorite. Yeah. Maybe we should tell our audience about the uh, the special visitor that we had accompany us in the bunker last year. It was Clarence. Q-level Clarence. You know, unfortunately, this is uh, this is the reason why Clarence wasn't quite as active on 4chan last year as well. He, uh, like the other Chads, decided we need to hit the stupid bunker and we need to hit it hard. Uh, he was protected. When Q-level Clarence came to town... So here we are in the studio. Right. I'm looking at all the monitors. I see him walk into town, like through the vapor wall or whatever. Sure. The first thing he does is go to the Sunshine Bakery to visit those chads. What's he doing at the Sunshine Bakery? Have you seen those two? There's something going on over there. Well, apparently they think he's ordering pizza. He orders a little Italian with some kind of uncut sausage. Everywhere we go with him, he's ordering pizza. I know. What is up with him and pizza? I just don't get it. My problem is he's never ordering a large so we can share it. He's always ordering a small one or a little one. A small pizza with little sausages on it. Yeah. Well, but so there we are. We're in the bunker with Q, uh, Clarence is there with us. And, you know, it's November rolls around. It's thanks, time for Thanksgiving, right? And so who starts knocking on the bunker door? Oh, yeah, I remember. Uncle Floyd. Uncle Floyd shows up. Fuck. Like, how, how did he even know we were in... How does he even know about the bunker, Chad? I think he can smell Q-level Clarence. You think that's what's going on? You, you think he smelled the thickards and the prepubescent pizza? He's got a, a sick sense. So, like, all right, Floyd, come on in, you know, and we, we just... Yeah. You know, so there we are. We've got this big feast laid out in front of us. we got thickards. we got prepubescent pizza. <laughs> we've got bagels with butter sprinkles on them. I mean, everything you could possibly want. Yeah. I'm like... Floyd, can you shut up for a minute and just yeah. enjoy the company and enjoy the food? But no, what does Floyd do? The earth is flat. The earth is flat. Yeah, the earth is flat. Which, okay, no shit. Well, of course it is, Floyd. Who cares? Who are you arguing with here, Floyd? Who cares? You know, I mean, he needs a boogeyman. You notice that? Like, he walks in and he starts talking about it. It's like, he's going to start arguing until somebody starts arguing back. Yeah. Now, I've never heard Floyd talk about anything other than superficial conservative politics yeah. or conspiracy theories. Yeah. He just won't shut up about it. Yeah, he thinks it's making everything great when he talks. Uncle Floyd, Chad. Cue the disco music. Cue the disco music. Paranoid, paranoid, paranoid strength. 
you go, Chad. You know, I mean, that's that's kind of a bittersweet song to listen to. Uh, you heard about Uncle Floyd, huh? Yeah, I remember. You know, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's a shame. You know, another casualty of uh, Infestus 2020. Infestus. He's hanging out with those those bunker Chads. Don't go down there, Chad. They're doing weird things down there, Chad. They do the worst things. The worst. The worst. The worst. The worst. And then he's down there, and apparently he really liked that Italian pizza. But they don't cook the little sausages on that pizza, Chad. That's what he yeah. got food poisoning. Sweet Italian sausage. <laughs> well, that's what he said. He goes, he says, he's standing there in my kitchen. He just came over to bring me a beer, and he says, hey, I, I just got back from the bunker. I'm like. Floyd, don't go in that bunker, Floyd. Don't go in the bunker. They're cooking weird things down there. They're talking about weird things. Don't go in there, Floyd. And he's telling me, but, but it was delicious. They made, he said, they made some delicious food. They had some delicious yeah. things. They had some other things. He just couldn't get enough of that sweet Italian sausage. But you could get sick from that. You can't, particularly if you don't cook it. They're putting raw prepubescent sausage on those pizzas in their chair. They made him sick. He dropped dead of food poisoning in my kitchen. It's horrible. I didn't even know you could drop dead from food poisoning. Do you need me to help clean it up? Do we need to do something with the body? Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're going to get rid of the body. Don't worry about okay. that. I mean, you know, we, we've done that before. Don't, I'm, not, I'm not so worried about that. But what I am worried about is, uh, you know, I don't have many keepsakes, you know, of Uncle Floyd. You know, and I'm, I, I worry that we're going to miss him. It's horrible. You know, but you know what I do have? I got I got that picture on my mantle of him, uh, you know, during the uh, the moon landing photo shoot. Oh, yeah. You're making me think maybe it wasn't an accident that he dropped dead of food poisoning. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you saying here? All I'm saying is... This sounds a, a bit conspiratorial to me. Look, you don't fuck with Stanley Kubrick. Everyone thinks he's dead. Stanley Kubrick can't die. I don't quite understand the connection here, Chad. Like, what is what does Uncle Floyd got to do with Stanley Kubrick? He saw the moon landing photo shoot. Chad, this is very disturbing. So, uh, is, is Stanley Kubrick uh, finally tying up some loose ends here about that moon landing hoax? I heard that he's been sighted. That dude will live forever. Because you know, uh, you know, Floyd was there. He used to tell us all about it. I know. He's, he ran his mouth a lot. The soundstage over in Hoboken? He's going to end up on Peckerwood Hill. As is everybody else that was in that studio that day shooting those moon landing photos. Oh. This is scary, Chad. We, we don't need to be associated with this. We need to get rid of the body, Chad. Let's throw it in the truck and get it over to the hill, Chad. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good idea. I gotta tell you, Chad. Anytime we hear so, anytime we hear a song about the moon, Chad, and I, you know, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of good songs about the moon. Oh yeah, Moon River. Something about the moon hitting your eye like a pizza pie, like a like a pizza pie with little sausages on it. Wait, there was that pseudo reggae song, Dancing in the Moonlight. What you doing listening to reggae? It's pseudo reggae. Was- you listen to that on that Spotted Music? You need to turn that off, Chad. They got some weird no, songs playing I, on there. I don't have Spotted Music. I still use the amplitude modulation receiver. 
Chad, when the shit hits the fan, yeah. that's the post-apocalyptic wavelength, Chad. That's the one that's going to work. Nothing else is going to work, Chad. All we're going to have is oldies. Well, we still have that short wave out in the shed. Short wave? I don't know. CK1 talking, trying to find CK7. Oh, hi, CK7. What are you doing? I'm talking to you. What do you think I'm doing? No, no. You ever listen to the short wave and at the far end you hear all, there's just people reading letters and numbers? What are they? They don't got a job. What are they doing out there? Just no. Me. It's code. It's Russian code. I swear to God. Russian code. I shit you not. Don't be shitting me, Chad. Hey, did you plant those shit me nots in the garden? Shit me nots. <laughs> shit you not. Of course, we got a whole patch of shit me nots back there, Chad. How are we supposed to make the thickards without the shit me not? Shit me nots. Let me tell you something. You make thickards with a nice fresh shit me not. Oh boy, does that taste good and it kind of drips off your tongue. You know, when, when you went to that dance with Linda Lou and you brought her that whole bouquet of shit me nots. Oh, she was a looker, wasn't she? And then I brought her them shit me nots and she, she was a smeller then. <laughs> she was <laughs> a looker and a smeller. She is a looker and a smeller. But she wasn't a feller. She was Not that I know of. Once you turn the lights out, Chad, it don't matter. It don't. So I'm back there harvesting some shipping knots, and one of the Chads came by. Did you hear about this? I heard their truck rubble up. You, you saw what they had in the back of that pickup truck? It's a damn shame to drag Uncle Floyd through the shipping knots like that. <laughs> 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 looked like it was Uncle Floyd. It was Uncle Floyd. looked like they dragged him through the shit me knots. <laughs> I'm like, don't bring him over here. We're trying to make a pot of thickers with these shit me knots. You're going to get Uncle Floyd's bodily fluids all over our shit me knots. Yeah. Well, he, he was going on and on about Stanley Kubrick was after him. And, it, uh, you know, he had to dispose the body because Stanley Kubrick was tying up some loose ends about the moon landing hoax photo shoot. I'm like, first of all, get out of my shit me knot patch because I'm busy. Hoeing up on the shit me knots. Boy, can't you see I'm hoeing my shit me knots? <laughs> so he just wouldn't shut up about it. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do with Uncle Old Uncle Floyd? I heard him saying something about Peckerwood Hill. Yeah, well, he's like, well, I need to dispose of the body. I need you to bring him back there and bring him to them pigs. Yeah. I'm like, boy, why don't you just calm down a little bit, Chad, and come on inside, have some thickards, and let's talk this over a little bit. Yeah, talk slower. Talk slower. We can't understand. We don't understand. That. We can't absorb. We have limited bandwidth, Chad. I'm like a 300 baud modem, Chad. I can't absorb that much information in that concussed manner. Yeah, that's a good place for a modem sound. But their accents are so hard to understand. Where are they from? It's, it's not. They're only a mile and a half away from us. This is not a big town, Chad. Why does every one of us sound like we're we're 500 miles away from each other? This doesn't make a goddamn better sense. Yeah, it's like everybody has a choice of how many syllables they get to put in a word, even if it's one syllable. If it's one, it's got two. Well, that's us. Shit. Do you think you and I have a unique dialect? Well, if we talk normal. You think they're going to study us? They're going to record our voices and, and utilize them in the study of human language? Now, in New York, these people made a glottal stop a whole new letter. But down in the hills, they don't use a single glottal stop. Well, I put one of them glottal stops on my pickup, boy. I'll tell you what. Well, that thing stops on a dime now. How do you spin out now in the in the gravel? Chad, come on now. You don't be an amateur. You get up you get up to speed and you pull that glottal stop and boy, you spin out. Oh, boy. Ooh. Donuts. I like donuts. I like donuts, too. Particularly when you sprinkle a little shipment out on them donuts. Boy, I'll tell you, let's get a little inami on there. Ooh, mommy. So what do you, what do you, so what do you suppose they're going on about with, with Stanley Kubrick trying to type some loose ends? I don't With the moon landing hoax, what's going on with that, Chad? Well, I think in that, the book about the vast active living intelligence system. Right. Ferris Fremont plays a big role, and we all know Uncle Floyd and Ferris go way back. They've been hanging out a long time, those two boys. He used to do that the small-time burglary stuff. I mean, we did small-time burglary, but mostly just from drugstores around here. Right, exactly. I don't know what you can get in a hotel, Watergate hotel.
hotel in Washington, D.C. that you can't get at a drugstore better. Watergate, Washington, D.C.? What, what the hell are they doing out in Washington, D.C.? Well, Ferris recruited Uncle Floyd. Remember, Uncle Floyd's very susceptible to wanting to be special and have inside information. And he used to help us break into the drugstores, but apparently it wasn't big enough for him. And he said, fellas, I'm retiring from being a drugstore cowboy, and I decided to be a plumber. You know, oddly, I remember I remember Uncle Floyd singing that song back, was it like 74, that, that Watergate song? You got that A-track laying around somewhere? I do, I do. Here it is. Plug that in. Let's, let's, let's take a listen to that.
Well, Chad, now that was a humdinger of a song. Uh, and the voice sounds awfully familiar on that one. Sounds like uh, sounds like that might have been one of the Chads. Are you sure that wasn't Meatloaf? Chads. Meatloaf? Chads. Meatloaf? Chads. Meatloaf? Sounded familiar to me. But hey, look, Infestus 2020 is coming to a close, Chad. Infestus. Infestus 2020 seemed to last all year. It really did. This is the longest Infestus I think I've ever been a part of. And now we hope that it's ending. It might continue. I think it really is time to just put a bullet in the head of 2020 and get it over with. Infestus. Yeah, whatever comes next, we'll be done with this one. I suspect that this is really kind of the end of it all, Chad. A complete normalization. A reset. New coupling constants. A blank canvas. A universe that can support something or nothing, better or different or not. The evolution of some other species that might rise to dominance. Like a tardigrade. Or a platypus, Chad. Did you know that scientists figured out that platypuses can glow in ultraviolet light? That is an interesting fact. Factoid. I'm going to need a citation on that fact, as a matter of fact. Yeah. It's the end of Infestus 2020. It's the end of time. And gosh, you know, it's also the end of this podcast. Thank God. Infestus. I mean, what's this like? Where are we at? Like an hour and a half? I'm tired. How much do we need to do for Fearful, you know, to keep this, uh, this podcast of his lively? What does he have over us? that makes us do this? That's a really good question. That's a really good question. He's never really been explicit about it. Is it fame and fortune? Mm, It's not fortune. It's not fame, Chad. We've only got like eight people listening to this. Neither fame nor fortune. Maybe he keeps the ill wind from blowing upon us. I mean, this is all rhetorical, Chad, because we've only got like 30 seconds before the end of the universe. Infestus. Well, it's nice knowing you, Chad. It really was. And, you know, regardless of of how things kind of shook out this year with the, you know, with everything that was going on, I got to tell you, it was a lot of fun. And I... I'm thankful, Chad. I'm thankful for Fearful Jesuit Chad. I'm thankful for the Paranoid Strain Orchestra. Yeah, and all the Chads. Yeah, all the other Chads. All their hard work. All the Chads will be joining us here for the countdown to the end of Infestus 2020. Infestus. I'd like to thank Q Clarence, Ferris Fremont. A moment of silence for Uncle Floyd. Uncle Floyd, rest in peace. Rest in peace. And, uh, you know, and most importantly, Chad, let's thank all of those crazy conspiracy theory lovers out there that have made this all worthwhile. Yeah. If at the end of this whole thing we're still around, Chad... I'd be happy to continue to refute yeah. re- refute yeah. the ridiculous rantings of fearful Jesuit in perpetuity, Chad. There's probably a, a gathering of assassins on Peckerwood Hill right now. I think what you're saying is it's, it's time for us to get back in the bunker. Stupid bunker. Bunker. Stupid bunker. Bunker. Let's bring all the Chads in for the final countdown here. we got 10 seconds left. Let's get it over with. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.